What Are You Made Of? It's Mike C-Rock. Welcome to What Are You Made Of? Every episode of this podcast is centered around building ourselves and the people in our lives to reach our full potential. I hope that the experiences and stories of success from these conversations can give you rocket fuel to reach new heights and help you answer the question, What Are You Made Of? What Are You Made Of? I want to remind you that the Rocket Fuel book is available at MikeCRock.com forward slash book. That's MikeCROC.com forward slash book. Go get yourself a copy. And subscribe to the What Are You Made Of podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. If you like watching these, it's available on YouTube at my channel, Mike C-Rock Scirocco. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of What Are You Made Of with your boy, the unstoppable Mike C-Rock. I am in a house today with a friend of mine from Clubhouse. I've listened to her for I don't know how many hours, it seems. Her name's Kim Walsh Phillips, and she is the founder of Powerful Professionals, a business coaching and education company. She went from 32, listen to this, 32 clients to over 11,000 in less than a year and was recently named number 475 on the Inc. 5000 and is an MBA-free self-made millionaire. She's also named a must-read by those in business by Forbes magazine. She's the best-selling author of multiple books, including The Ultimate Guide of Instagram for Business and The No BS Guide to Direct Response Social Media Marketing. She's also behind the scenes secret weapon of some of the biggest names in business, Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank, Dan Kennedy, Profit First author, Mike Michaelowitz, I think, right? Michaelowitz. Michaelowitz. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of him before. I'm sorry. That's my fault. Uh, Harley Davidson, Hilton Hotels, High Point University, and has spoken on stages besides some of the world's leading thought leaders, including Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, our very own Grant Cardone, Barbara Corcoran, and Gary Vaynerchuk, who's also known as Gary V for some of you who don't know his last name. She resides in Atlanta, Georgia, and she, man, she has a very tall husband. We're learning about that. And she's also has, how many girls do you have? Two. Two girls. And she's fueled by faith, love, laughter, and lots of, lots of, lots of coffee, which I feel like I'm on coffee today, but I'm not because I just feel like full of energy today. But uh, Kim, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So we always start the show with the same question every single time. I don't like to get off track. So let's do that. What are you made of? Impact. Impact on myself, on my family, on my community, on those I serve. Every minute of the day, my number one focus is how can it be the most impactful minute right now? Damn, I love that. That's so in alignment with the way I think. So can you take us back, uh, first of all, before we get into what you've accomplished here, because it's amazing and I want to learn from you. But take us back to where you grew up and like what it was like being a kid. I grew up on Long Island and I had a stay-at-home mama and a really hardworking dad who worked for the government. He was also in the Army Reserves. He also did consulting work on the side. So growing up, what I saw was in order to be successful, you had to work around the clock. You had to constantly hustle and grind. And that was the only way to make things happen. So In the very beginning, I believe that work was the way I was going to get things done. I wanted to throw my parents a party. I remember when I was 13 years old, and I remember going around the gross bushes of our neighborhood and finding cans and bottles that teenagers had discarded of when they were, you know, drinking (laughs) on their parents' back and redeeming them for the redemption rate of the coins to generate enough cash. And I know every moment of my childhood was like that. If I wanted something, I figured out how to get it, and I would go work for it and get that goal. And I'm super thankful that I grew up that way because that absolutely made me into the person I am now. I love that. I used to sell golf balls. I lived on a golf course and I would go get golf balls out of the pond and battle the snakes in the pond and battle the owner of the golf course who used to chase me on a golf cart. 
<laughs> and then sell golf balls. So I was like eight years old. So I, did I remember you sell the, candy in school too. I probably did. I don't remember it, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I probably did gum or something. Got in yeah. trouble for that too. Yeah. As yeah. an entrepreneur. <laughs> well, better than better than selling weed or something, right? So yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so then from there, like growing up, how did you get involved into what you're doing now? Like what take us back through the process of, you know, did you go to college? I know you don't have an MBA. I did go to college and I went to school to become a teacher. And this is cool because it was my second semester senior year I was about to go into. And I met with my advisor and I told him like, I really don't enjoy the teaching classes. I really enjoy the English, the speaking, the theater. I love all of those things. And I don't know what to do. And he said, you could switch your major. I'm like, but I'm second semester senior year. And he said, so are you going to let the time stop you from achieving what you really want? And it was like the first time I saw it, you could actually make a pivot and you're, the expectations others might have for you are not the reason why you don't make a change. So I did. Second semester, senior year, I switched my focus to marketing and PR, ended up just requiring two more classes after I would have graduated anyway. And I started a PR company after working for some other employers. When I first started, I, my whole business was about getting people awareness, putting on really great events. I had some super cool clients like Nat King Cole Foundation. I did restaurant openings for Bravo Television. It was amazing. But we were only getting clients via word of mouth and referrals, and we struggled for a really long time. And um, one time, I had to hawk my engagement ring in order to make payroll because that's all I had left. And I remember sitting in my car after I did that, just crying. Like I would never, ever let my staff see me cry. So I went into my car and I cried. And I texted a friend and who I knew was successful. And I said, What are you doing? What are you doing in your business? What's one thing I could do? Because I knew I didn't have it. Like working hard wasn't working. I worked all the time and yet I was completely broke. And there's a lot more fun ways to be broke than working all the time. And he gave me a book. It was Dan Kennedy's No BS Direct Response Marketing book. And I was hooked. I saw for the first time in my life that I didn't have to work around the clock in order to get results. I could actually use marketing to bring in results. I started using it on my own business. It started to work. I started to use it with clients. It worked with them. And then I started getting huge accounts. I got Dan, the guy who wrote that book as a client. That's when I landed Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank. Got to work with all of his Shark Tank investments, really big people in the marketing space that some of you might know that know marketing, like Rich Sheffrin and Ron Legrand, and a lot of big folks um, started becoming our clients. And that's really where the story started. So take us back to that, where you first had the calls with them, Kevin or Dan, any of them. Like, what went through your mind? Like, take us back, because like I've Going on this journey over the last three years, and I've gotten all of a sudden into this world, and I'm talking to celebrities and sports people, and not just on this podcast, but business. And it's like, I know it goes through my mind, but I'd love to hear your take on it when, like, mentally, what you went through, what you were thinking, what you were saying, and then how'd the call go on that first one? Well, I'm going to tell you the Kevin story because I think it's one of the most interesting <laughs> ones in that I was part of a group of entrepreneurs. We actually split Kevin O'Leary's speaking fee to bring him in and do a day of private consulting with us which is super cool. And I don't know if people know that, but you can do that. You can pay someone speaking fee and it doesn't have to be for a big event. It could be for a dozen of you just to spend the day with that person. So it was great. And he went around the room and he asked us what we do. And when I knew about him, I was a super fan of him watching the show. And so when I introduced myself, I focused on 
the ROI driven aspect of social media that I do. It's not just to be insta famous, it's to grow your business. And after he got done hearing my talk, I gave him like my seven day ROI and our exact um, multiples that we get on social. He said, Wait, you're a social media person who knows her numbers? And I said, Yep. He's like, You do direct response social media? I said, Yeah. And he said, In front of this whole room of people, I think I should hire you to work on my businesses. And I'm like, Yes, yes, you should. He's like, and I, th- I think you should be on Shark Tank. And I'm like, okay. And then he said, and I want you to speak at my event. And I just like inside, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I am so <laughs> glad there are people watching this. This is actually happening. <laughs> and uh, all those, it all did come true. I was never on the show, but I worked on multiples of his business. I got to speak at his event. I work with his people. We're still friends to this day. He speaks at my events now. It was amazing. And so here's the thing. I go to every person I've ever spoken to and know that I have value that I can bring to them. And I focus on that versus, oh my gosh, who's this person? They need what I have. And I am going to serve them well if I can show them that what I have to offer matches what they need. Now, here's the thing that's crazy, C-Rock. I got to this point. So I'd been so broke, so broke that when I took a client out to lunch, I had to excuse myself to the restroom to go check on my phone, the balance on that card to make sure it was going to approve when the check came. Okay. Like I'd been that broke when I, if I hadn't done it, like the heart beating, like, is it going to get approved? Is it going to get approved? Please bring me back to the check moment. You know, I'd been there and now I'm like, I have celebrity clients. We're making lots of money. This is great. The problem was, is that everything was terrible. I slept never. I got sick all the time. I was missing my children growing up. And one night I'm praying over them and I called out to God and said, can you just freeze time for a second? And God spoke back and said, I don't need to freeze time, Kim. You just need to be more present. And I was like, that's so true. So I thought I was getting everything I ever wanted. What I was actually doing was the complete opposite. It was shortly after actually getting Kevin as a client working. I worked with so many incredible clients of his that I sold my company. I did direct response Facebook marketing. I sold it to a company that did direct response LinkedIn marketing. They bought my agency. It was a really great exit. They took all of my staff I wasn't taking with me. And I launched my coaching business. And when I did, I knew that I would like, I was married one time before I had my current spouse. And I knew the second time I'm in marriage, I was going to do it differently. And I did. The second time I was going to run my company, I was going to do it differently. I was going to get my kids off the bus each day. I was going to only work with clients I absolutely adored. And I was going to use every single minute of every single day to make the greatest impact that I could, never doing opportunities just because they presented themselves in front of me and start doing them strategically to accomplish my goal. Within three years of launching that second company, I had more than tripled the revenue I ever generated in my first firm. I went from serving 32 clients at a high in our agency to over 11,000 in my marketing business. And I never met, missed one of my children getting up to bat in a softball game again. You can grow your business differently. You just can't do it like everybody else does. It starts with you setting your non-negotiables and building your business around that. I wanted to take a quick break here to remind you that my book, Rocket Fuel, is available for sale now at MikeCRock.com forward slash book. That's MikeCROC.com forward slash book. Go get a copy and share it with your friends and family. It will change lives, guys. I will not let you down. Now back to the show. Yep, yep, yep. 
I want to clap for you right now. (laughs) (laughs) No alignment, man. Alignment. When you're in alignment with your core values, your non-negotiables, things start to work magically. It's not really magic. It's the way it's supposed to be. But we all go through it. And even once you figure it out, sometimes you kind of get off track. You got to pull yourself back. You got to assess every day. I do every day, by the way. I don't know how often you do, but like every day, if I, at the end of my day, how was my communication? How was my, me and my alignment with my core values, my mission? Did I serve myself? You know, where where I'm supposed to be going? I was listening as a podcast. You won't see this, but this is my, this is every single day. I align every single thing that I do with what my goal is to accomplish right now. Everything, every day. And it, because it's so easy, right? Like I get asked to do amazing things by amazing people. And it would be a thought of, wow, oh my gosh, yes, I'd be so... And then you're like, is that going to help me accomplish what my God-given purpose is? Like, is that going to reach my goals? Or is it going to be a distraction that took days away from me reaching my goal? And so every time we make a decision, it has to be along the lines of what is our goal and is it going to help us accomplish it? Yeah. So I'm with you on that. And I'm in so aligned with you though. That, that, like, and, and by the way, there's a thing... I want to ask you this question, and then I'm going to get into 32 to 11,000 in a second. But what are your thoughts on causing and creating your future, your own, and then for others? Causing and creating your future? Causing and creating your own future. Being the cause instead of the effect, and then being in a, in a position to be able to do that for others. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. I don't know if you listen to Larry Winget at all, but I love, I love his statement of everything is your own damn fault. Like, so it's everything, your success, your failure, your problems you're having, the joys that you're having. Like we own that moment because every single person has the same minutes of every single day. Like that's what we have while we are living. We have those same minutes and it is what we do with them. Absolutely. 100%. There are blessings and opportunities and advantages that I have over other people just because of the color of my skin and where I live. I get that. I understand that. And I appreciate that. But it is still what we do with the individual moments that we have and how we leverage those opportunities that are in front of us. So yeah, we are 100% the cause of everything that occurs to us all day long. I do believe that I have a greater power that is part of that process, but I believe he gives me gifts, ideas, and motivations. It is still up to me to actually do something with them. Yep. And then to take it a step further... Because I've seen what you're doing here, and this is a part of what you do. I don't know if you realize this part or not, but not everybody can do that. Like, not everybody can cause and create their own future, let alone like uh, other people's. But when you can cause and create your own future and you're in control, and then you can do it for others and show them how to do that and cause and create futures for other people, then it creates an attraction model. And before I ask you the 32 to 11,000 question, I wanted to tie this in because you created this, what I call an attraction model, where you're not chasing people necessarily. All of a sudden, people are coming at you. And you created this via, via your marketing and some other things. But I would love to hear, and by the way, what I'm going to set with, with that cause and creative futures, like when you can paint the picture of someone's future for, for them when they can't do it themselves or they choose not to do it themselves, that's very powerful. And it seems like that's what you've done. So how it did you is. Go- Well, along those lines, I just want to say one thing. There's four beliefs that you need to instill in someone in order to take, them, to take action with whatever it is that you have. As the thing before them. Okay. Four beliefs. So, what you mentioned one of them, but I want to say all four. Number one is they have to believe that the opportunity you have for them is the thing that's going to solve their pain and bring them the joy that they've been wishing for. Okay. That's number one. They need to see that that opportunity is the thing. They need to believe that you are the one who is possible uh, to create that opportunity in someone's life. Number three, they need to believe that they can do it. And number four, this is the big one. And this is the one that most people miss. 
They need to have other people in their circle of influence also believe that the opportunity exists, that you're the one to show them the way and that they can do it. So it is instilling belief in them that they it is possible, but also those that will have their ear when we are gone, when we are not there with them, yeah. when we walk away, those people also have to believe in that. And that's why the most incredible th- moments that you see, like I just came back from Disney, grown men are walking around with cartoon characters on their shirt. Women who normally only wear Prada on their body have $32 ears on their head because they've been immersed in an environment where that is acceptable, desirable, and 100% the environment that they're in. So our, if that if a cartoon mouse can do that, then we have to do that same thing in our world and stop thinking about just the person we're trying to serve, but the people around them to pull them into that environment as well. Freaking love it. Love it. You know, I, I said when I was at Walt Disney World last that Walt is dead, but he's still got his hand in my pocket. Like he does it every time <laughs> you go everywhere you go. It's like, are you kidding me? Another, I feel like, you know, like I go to New York and you got to, it's different than where I live in Ocean City, Maryland, because you don't have to tip people all over the place. Like in New York, you got to tip this guy, this guy, this guy. But I felt like that at Disney. It's like, oh, God, <laughs> just, just take it all. Is there like a, <laughs> is there like everything included price? Like just, Anyway, um, so how did you go literally from 32 to 11,000 in less than a year? Like, how did you do that? Because that's impressive. I knew in order to scale without me spending more time working, actually spending a lot less time working, I was no longer going to be able to do anything that would only serve one person at a time. So I couldn't sell one-on-one. I couldn't coach one-on-one. I couldn't offer value one-on-one. It had to be one-to-many every single time I did anything. So I took the things that we were doing and we virtualized it and expanded it to go to the one-to-many model. So now the way that we sell, the way that I get value is always on a global platform. So like this, doing an awesome podcast or being on Clubhouse or being part of a Facebook Live, let's say. It's going to serve multiple people. That's my free content. Then the next step would be to invite them to a webinar, one that I did live one time, got recorded and it's automated. That's going to invite them to enroll in a course that's going to give them a quick win that shows them an opportunity, gets to see that I'm the one to show them the way, gets them to believe in themselves and gets their family involved so that they support it too. Gives them a ticket to a virtual event where they receive an opportunity to join my group coaching program. Those that achieve a certain level of success with the group coaching program get an invitation to my mastermind. And that's all we do. I don't have any one-on-one coaching. I don't have any other courses. We don't do multiple different program offerings and this and that and this. That is a multiple million dollar business with just those offerings because everything we do funnels through that direction. And that's what allowed us to go from a small boutique agency that was known as the best direct response marketing company to one that can serve thousands of people every single year because we have scaled the business. It makes sense to me. It's very simple. A lot of people think it's rocket science, you know? You need rocket fuel right back here, but not rocket science, right? So, uh, so let me ask you this. What are you most proud of that you've accomplished? I am most proud of that when my daughters sit with me at dinner at night, that they know the first question that will be asked at the table is, who did you impact today? And that they see our family as impact makers and that they know that they can make an impact in their lives at school, that they seek an impact that they make, that mommy doesn't ever have to go to work. I get to go make an impact. The way that they are want to be told of my impact is not from what I do, but the things that my coaching clients do. 
and the impact that they're making, and that I can see in the world the ripple effect occurring in the next generation of impact makers. And it is the thing I'm absolutely most proud of. Yes, yes, yes. Oh man, I'm just thinking about all the stuff, the alignment there. It's just like I feel like I'm talking to a female version of me sometimes. Uh, I haven't <laughs> I haven't gone from 32 to 11,000 yet though, but I will. But you anyway, you're only uh, three years in, so you're yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I absolutely have two kids myself. We we talk about these things all the time. As awesome as you are, though, like what is the thing that you're most challenged by right now? I am most challenged by my desire for excellence and my desire to save people. I know that I'm like a puppy and lost soul collector and I want to help all these people. And then I get frustrated if they don't have top performance. So I am the cause of a lot of the drama in my life when it comes to employment or coaching. And I'm getting really a lot better at it. I recognize this in myself. I understand my purpose to serve. When I make impact my goal, I know that there are only so many that I can serve and work with. And because you know, my coaching client, Rich Sheffrin, he taught me something so powerful, which is you set up your business for who you are at your worst, not who you hope to be at your best, who you are at your worst. And who I am at my worst is somebody who saves lost souls. So I am not allowed to choose people to hire anymore. They can only get hired if they have a personality profile test that shows us exactly who they are. We are not allowed to make an exception if we like them and it doesn't match that personality profile. They have set ROI that they need to and KPIs that they need to go after. And I'm not the one that manages the team because that is a weakness of mine. And instead of trying to get better, which I am who I am at my core, I have to put other people in place who can manage my company well. Yep. Well said. Well said. So final question, as we tie this all together here, what is what is it that like in the future, if you knew you accomplished it, like what do you have your sights on right now? That if you knew you accomplished it right now, it would light your ass up. Like you'd be so fired up that you accomplished it. What is that thing? The day that I open up an orphanage in Costa Rica. I wow. have a, I don't know why. I don't know why. That was the vision that was given to me the same day that was told that I should sell my company, the same day that I was told that I will reach a million people. That same day it was, and you will open up an orphanage in Costa Rica. So I have these set goals. And when that happens, I know that the impact I've made on the world, and that is the conclusion for it. So that will be the day of every day up to that point, I will celebrate all that's been given to me. And on that day will be the most incredible celebration of all. Is that your mission? Like you mentioned before, like your God-given mission, like what is, and do you have like a one-liner, like your God-given mission that you filter everything through? My God-given mission is for each person to know that they were put on this earth on purpose with a purpose and they were made to thrive. That is my number one God-given purpose. And it comes offshoots in different genres. I'm married to a Marine combat veteran. Um, and I see the struggles that our vets go through. I see the struggles that entrepreneurs go through when it comes to mental health issues. Like, there's a lot of causes that I strongly support. This was just a vision given to me of something I'm supposed to do, like something that I'm supposed to accomplish. And at a certain point, so that's that at that day, I will have accomplished that thing. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us today, Kim. And I hope you guys all enjoyed the unstoppable Kim Walsh Phillips because she fits into that mold. She's in the club. You're officially into the unstoppable inexorable <laughs> club. Okay. So thank you for being here. I, I appreciate it. How can my audience get in touch with you, engage with you further? Yeah, I would love to. Our website is powerfulprofessionals.com. And um, you can find me everywhere on social Kim Walsh Phillips, W A L S H, because there's only one of me on purpose with a purpose. Thank you so much for this conversation. So the best 
podcast interview I've ever had. And you're amazing. Thank you. Is there anything you want to present or pitch? I don't know if that's a negative word or not, but anything you want to- Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Feel feel free. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I have a free course. If you, I serve coaches who are looking to scale their business coaches, entrepreneurs, and professionals. So I would love to give you a free gift that has five. It's a free course all about how you can grow your audience, build your list, and generate more sales. And you can get that right now at theaudiencebuilderblueprint.com. That's audience, theaudiencebuilderblueprint.com. Did you hear what she just said, everybody? Do you know about Blueprinted, by the way? Do you know anything about Blueprinted? Oh my gosh. You just said a word. I'll talk to you about it offline, but she just said Blueprinted, guys. You, you heard that, right? There's alignment here. Anyway, I'll talk to you about it in a second. Thanks for coming on here. Guys, go support Kim Walsh Phillips. Tell her that you saw her or heard her on the Way to You Made Of podcast. Until next time, be unstoppable. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of What Are You Made Of? Be sure to check my website out at themikecrock.com, themikecrock with no K.com, and let us know how we can help you or your business reach its full potential. Feel free to leave a review or follow me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Mike C. Rock Scirocco. Again, thank you for joining me and see you guys on the next episode. I want to remind you that the Rocket Fuel book is available at my website, Mike crock.com forward slash book that's mike c-r-o-c.com forward slash book go get yourself a copy thank you so much for your support and your listenership it means the world to me